What's up, everybody? My name's Savannah. And I'm Garrett. And welcome to the Tokyo Talk Podcast, episode one. Hey, episode one. Woo, woo, woo. Did it. It's finally happening. It's dumb late, but it's finally happening. It is late, but you know, I'm blessed. I've been talking about making a podcast for the last, I don't know, eight years. So. Eight years? Wow. How do you feel? How do you, um, how do you feel in this moment? <laughs> Hey, we uh, finally made it. A little melodramatic. I thought it'd be like I think I, I thought I wish I had a booth by now. <laughs> I thought I had a, thought I'd have a recording studio by now. Oh, but you situation. know what? It's all good. I'm happy to be doing this off the iPhone. Truly. I'm happy to just be doing this period. <laughs> and you know, maybe the sound will get better as we get as we go on. You so know? for now, y'all gonna get this uh voice memo. Yeah, you are gonna get this voice memo and you're gonna like it. You're okay? gonna love it. You're gonna listen, you're gonna subscribe. <laughs> listen and subscribe. Wow, we can actually say that out loud now and hey. it means something. Awesome. Wow, how crazy is that? So who are you? Who who, who you? Who you is? We know your name is Garrett. But who so is what's you? up, y'all? I'm I'm Garrett. Uh, I am 28. I guess I can. Oh no, I'm not. I no. am not 28. No, I'm 29. Ooh, I am 29. Ooh, you forgot. Close, I am way closer <laughs> to 30 than I am. Giving myself. You said eek. When did I get here? Uh, damn. When did I get here? <laughs> I am closer to 30. And that, that is what right. this podcast will be about: is how the hell did I get to almost 30 already? That and is going to be. And you didn't even notice. <clears throat> I didn't even notice. Damn. Oh. I'm going to blink again. It's going to be 35. Wow. Relax. <laughs> Calm down. Uh, but um, I'm Garrett. I am a beautiful black man. Indeed. Nice uh, and chocolate. From, from the chocolate. city of Cleveland. Uh, this will be a Cleveland-centric podcast a little bit. Absolutely. Um, yeah, that is... I don't really want to give too much of myself with the first episode. Okay. I feel like all that... All that will come it'll, out when it'll it needs come to out. come out. Yeah. You know, you feel it. All my little views and stuff as we talk. So you'll get to learn about me as we go, but... To my friends and family that are listening as my first fans, uh, y'all don't really want that anyway, because y'all know who we are. So y'all are first fans anyway listening, so you know who he is. So here we go. So Savannah, you tell them who you are. I'm crying. What's up? Thank <laughs> you. That was hysterical. Uh, my name is Sav, or Savannah, Sav, Savvy, Savvy Ray, as my one friend Denise calls me. Hey, girl. I just I just shouted you out. That was wild and unintentional. Um, I will answer to anything that is similar to my name or makes me sound cooler than what I am. But they <laughs> say that you answer to who you are. Or they, what do they say? Only answer to who you are? Or like, I don't know. There's some cool phrase or saying where they're like, oh, no. They only answer. Ah, oh, no, nah, I sound stupid. This is crazy. It's well, like answer to who, who we respect. So if some, we respect yeah, sure. If you don't, if we ain't like, listening. <laughs> Like if you're like if what you're calling me doesn't make me better, I don't want to hear it. So I, I, I won't respond to it. <laughs> but like if it's like a variation of my name, it's cool. Um, but yeah, so I'm Savannah. I'm 25. That was a weird reality check coming yeah, into that, this year. That quarter life crisis. That quarter life crisis. Now I will say you're not required to have one, but a lot of us do. So if you're lucky enough to avoid it, congratulations. Like, I'm not. I'm yeah, not don't be jealous. Don't be jealous of the quarter life crisis. Yeah. You don't have to be. Like if you don't have it, don't seek it. It's not fun. Yeah, it's not something to be hip about. It's not like it's really we just stress. Joke, like it's we stress joke about it, but it's not like. Shoot, it's gonna hit you. So don't you worry. It might not happen right at 25, but maybe maybe 27 you start to realize that like, your life is going down. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I think I may have plateaued. <laughs> I'm crying. Um, but yeah, hit 25. Definitely had some variation of what you would call a quarter life crisis. I don't think it was like as aggressive as I thought it would be, but it was definitely like very like randomly kind of underlying. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Ah. <laughs> I felt like that's how mine was. Too. You know, so there's that. Uh, I am a woman. I am blackity black, black, black. She's black, y'all. <laughs> I am super unapologetic about that. And I am 
walking into a season in my life where I do my best to be unapologetically myself when I walk into any space. So that's a piece of me. And I think like Gary said, I don't want to give away too much. I guess that's a piece of myself too that I can give away because I am trying my best to be unapologetically black. But when you grow up in all white spaces and you go to white private schools, uh, you lose a piece of that and you are trying so hard to search for that unapologetic Jack. You are awkward as hell yeah, in awkward. some situations. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, I'm black, but uh, I don't know how to act around y'all at all. So, so sorry, guys. So, so sorry. Uh, your whiteness comes out a lot when you're around mm-hmm. your black friends when you are learning how to be unapologetically black. Unapologetically black, but... um. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that's I think that's like a major part of what this is. Um, Me and Garrett actually met through a friend. Hey, Chloe, we love you so much. Um, But when we sat down, I was like, hey, I think I want to get serious about this whole podcasting thing. I was like, what voice do you want to lend to this space? Right. Because you hop into podcasts and you hear the entertainment people you hear everything about hip hop. And it's always like a black male voice or like a strong black female voice. Um, you hear about sports, there are people who talk about literature, but it's rare that you find people that are doing their best to be black, but also be a bridge. And um, I think we do our best, or we're going to absolutely try to do our right. best to represent that bridge and answer the questions that need to be answered for those who have them. Um, and then I'm kind of a jerk, so I'm if you come at me crazy, <laughs> it's, it might be a little slow. I'm a little sassy and I'm high key sarcastic as hell. So, yeah. We're just learning, we're learning how to go through this life of 2020 and in your late 20s, truly, or your mid 20s. Oh, you know, God. just trying to just trying to find ourselves and who we want to be, and hopefully that this podcast gives us a voice. And through listening, you find your voice while we're trying to find our voices. Right. So come on, grow with us. Yeah, <laughs> grow with us because there's gonna be a lot of growing on this podcast. Absolutely. So we did our best to like produce. A first episode? Yeah, I did pre-production and everything. I've yeah. listened to podcasts. You know, we're in 2020. There's been exactly. many podcasts. I know I know the way this works. Not really, but... Well, we go, we go front until we make it. So that's basically how it goes. But, um, I mean, I guess, I guess like our first super important point is that it is officially March. Black History Month has passed, but let's be very clear. It's Black History Month every month of the year. 365, just like that McDonald's commercial. Period, Pooh period <laughs> but um yeah it's now we're on to international women's month um well i don't know if it's international Month, but i know like america celebrates yeah do other month. i feel like i feel like other women i heard of some um i heard today there were some some rallies and marches going on especially in wow oh, shoot what country was it i want to say south korea i don't know they I, got that much I, freedom I'm probably. Was that oh, they 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 that definitely do. They definitely I'm do. So sorry. Um, oh, South, North Korea is the one that's probably. Yeah, right? I think it was maybe it might have been a Hispanic uh, Latin country. I'm not actually sure. I don't know, but I know there were rallies going on today. So shout out to all women around the world and Show fighting out, for sis. their rights. Show out, sis. It's time. Oh yeah. Oh okay. So Al Jazeera covered it. Mexicans joined International Wednesday March. National feminist fem, femicide femicide strike. Huh. Oh, what is that? I, you know, I don't, we gonna, we gonna surely figure it out, whatever a femicide is. Doesn't sound good though, the side. The, never, the, the side. When it, when it ends in side, it's always genocide. Something, something, something side that we don't want no part cyanide. of. Cyanide. <laughs> whatever good. it ends in an eye is low-key a wrap. Um, but yeah, so International Women's Day was celebrated on Sunday. Um, and apparently there are signs that waved in national capitals that said fight today so we don't die tomorrow 
and we are the voices of those who are no longer with us. Yo, real life, there's something so special about being a woman. There's, I mean, you can't relate, obviously. I cannot relate. You cannot I will, relate. I will, keep, so sorry. I, will, I will keep quiet on he that. He said, Continue, I will not acknowledge please. this part. But that is part of but, being an ally. No <laughs> one can shut up. <laughs> Truly, honey. But there's something so special about being able to say that I'm a woman. Um, there's a strength in it. There's a silent strength in it that people don't necessarily see or acknowledge if you're not a part of the community. Um, there is care. There is anger there is beauty there is ugly in it and i think that all of that in 2020 is finally getting the representation and recognition that it deserves um i think it's dope like it's it's a really dope space to be in overall um and i think there's something even, even more special about the intersectionality of being a woman of color and specifically being a black woman but i will hop into that podcast when there are some other black women in the room and maybe it can be like a like a conversation yeah, so between can, men and women yeah huh. right right so i can stay you know i want to <laughs> I, I don't want to make just, nobody I'm proud, mad i'm proud of all i'm proud of all the women out there shout out to all the women all of y'all all of y'all lit to all the sisters who are covered in hijab from head to toe to the sisters who are bald like myself because well i'm not bald but i did cut my hair off recently she got a face. It's, it's, it's not a face. I got curls. Oh, curls? A, I got oh, curls. Oh. It's not a fade. Right. Like you low key got a fade. Okay. Yeah, like you low key got a fade. I, I, hope so. I, I just got right. My hair okay, then yeah. Fade. Okay, so but, I don't know nothing about hair because I'm not gonna front with you. <laughs> um, so like, you got a fade. I got like a low curl situation. Okay. okay. I don't know. I think it makes it feel better. It's cute. All right, whatever. It's cute, though. Right? Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's fire, right? Like, it's solid. Yeah. She liked it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, I don't even know where I was going with that. But, you know, shout out to International Women's Day and Women's History Month and all the joy that comes with uh, being a woman in America and the struggles that come along with it. But, again, I will delve into that into a different podcast. But since we're talking about women, who is the woman that inspires you the most or who is somebody that inspires you highly? Um, well, I'm about to say, we'll go with my mom. Okay. I know that sounds like a really cheesy answer, lit, but she is real lit to me. She's always lit. She, um, she's the first woman. Uh, she's the first woman, uh, don't mess this up. Uh, shoot. Don't uh, mess I don't want to mess this up. Um, city councilwoman. There we go. She's the okay. first, first black city councilwoman Come on, mama. in her city. Um, so she's doing big things in the city. Big things popping. Uh, helping it out and um, just watching her strength throughout the years uh, when my dad was sick mm. and going through his situations yeah. he, she was always by his side and always holding it down when life was beating my family up she was always held head held high even then I know she wanted to break down and cry she was always so strong so yeah. she's just always been that that soldier for me she's She's just a ball of light and yeah, yeah, yeah. positivity, and she'll always keep you going when you're down. So, shout out to my mama on International Women's Day, Councilwoman Mitchell. She's she'll get it done. Hey, shout out to Councilwoman Mitchell. So, I I think mine is very cliche as well. I love my mama. Hey, Tracy girl. I'm sorry I called you Tracy on a podcast. Don't yeah, get don't you. come for me. Uh-huh. I do love you so much though, mom. No black moms don't. They play don't play that first name, they miss. Black parents do not they play don't that first do that. name. We don't do first names. No. I love no you so much. Please don't judge me or kick me out the house, okay? I love you. <laughs> um, but no, my mom has been an incredible force and everybody's story is different. My mom was a single parent. Um, who busted her butt to give me any and everything that I could have ever wanted. And I can't wait for the day that I can repay that to her. Uh, I think in my like 25 years of existence on this earth, I've seen my mom maybe cry like 
five times. Really? Like five, okay. right? And I think like, that's crazy, right? Like to think mm-hmm. that like you're 25 years old and you see your mom maybe cry five times. Right. And then like there'll be moments where it's like, oh, I'm upset about something, but it, it's not even like a cry. It's like a thug tear. Like, like one <laughs> solid one thug tear will drop. And I'm convinced that she also finds a way to like suck it back up in her eyeball because I don't see her wipe it away. It just kind of disappears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, Get your ass back up in my yeah. eyes. Suck it. <laughs> I am crying. Um, but yeah, I think like maybe, maybe like five times that I can like remember. My mom is one of the strongest people I've ever met in my entire life. She gives and she gives and she gives until she has honestly nothing left. And um, I think it's when she finally kind of hits her like breaking points that she finally takes time to herself. And so I think in the past few years. I feel like there's always moms. Right? Yeah. Like, oh my God. All the way is to that the end today about the snap. One day? Like, they snap on you or they just Jesus, break down. And like, right? Are you, like, are you, you okay? You good, sis? Yeah. No? Okay, great. But that's moms. It's you know, like, like there's, again, there's a piece of womanhood. Like, all of a sudden you give birth to this thing and life just changes drastically. Yikes. I have no kids yet. So None. No children. I did not know about this life, but for all of my parents out there, you Parent is you stronger than listeners. me. You a, you a beast, thugs. Yeah, for real. Because it ain't for me yet. Not not yet, Jesus. But yeah, my mom and then definitely my grandma. My grandma was a single parent as well. And so our family dynamic is very, like our close family dynamic is literally three people. And so um, being a woman who was raised by two strong women who would give everything to see me be okay is wildly inspirational. Um, I think if I go into like entertainment, Ava DuVernay, phenomenal, Issa Rae, hilarious, Oprah, inspirational, despite the fact that she's solved yeah. problematic situations. Yeah, we're not gonna talk about that right yeah. now. Yeah, mm, yikes. Uh, Queen Latifah, great. Like you've got women worldwide that are amazing. Beyonce, because it is Beyonce's internet. <laughs> Let's be very honest. But you know, International Women's Day. But as we talk about this reality of women being great, we can't acknowledge stuff that sucks as well. And Elizabeth Warren just recently dropped her campaign for presidency. She did. Like, yikes. Uh, Yeah. And I feel like that was a little bit of, you know, the patriarchy and what was going on. But at the same time, um, I don't know. I feel like she rocked with Bernie just a little bit harder. I feel like. I don't know. I feel like she kind of switched up her a little bit of her standings a little bit on some of her stuff. Not to seem so progressive. Try to come back to the middle a little like, bit. Like, hey, I'm trying to admit, I'm, I'm like, be yeah. progressive, sis. Just yeah, roll, you, just roll get, you gotta roll with that. Especially when that's what the youth want. And right? I think a lot of women are really upset by by that. But I hope that, you know, she hasn't given her um, who she's gonna endorse yet. Yeah, so we'll she see. Hasn't. I mean, this is gonna be. This is going to be a role. This Whoever is she endorses is going to be really important. So It is. We'll and I, I am very curious to see what happens. I mean, everybody has their theories as to why things didn't work. A lot of, I, I think it's part of the patriarchy. Like, anytime you have someone who's not the norm running, they find any and everything possible that makes it clear that they aren't the norm and why the norm works. Right? That's definitely what they're doing to Bernie right now. Absolutely. You get real uncomfortable when uh, like, talk is for things to change. Truly, 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 truly. And I think that there's even this conversation, like I saw this tweet the other day that was like, don't vote for Biden just because he was Obama's vice president. Like actually know what his goals and expectations and plans are before you just go voting for someone who you think makes sense right and that's the thing like i'm not 
I'm never gonna roll with just the establishment anymore. Right? I mean, it's like you just come you on. We got we can't go with status quo anymore, you especially can't. for our generations. Like we're not we're not trying to do that. I feel like this just so much going on for the world for us to be trying to be back to oh let's get back to 2016 before Trump right like nah, nah that didn't work the first we're kinda, time we're kind of past that now truly we? and like I, I think that we all really hope that we learned a lesson with seem like Trump's it, election it doesn't seem like but it. I don't think people actually made the change and that's slightly terrifying I think we're like, trying to go right back to like let's get back to that Obama era right like oh happy, like feel good we're everybody's happy. cool it's gonna be fine it's like, gonna be okay although like we can't like deny like half our friends just went to Trump and literally like, like, like the lines have been drawn so true like the line is solid like at this point like if you're a Trump supporter people don't rock with you and if you are or a Trump, Trump supporter and all you your don't friends rock Trump with, supporters yeah. you don't rock with us like it's a very like you said it's a very clear line in the sand and don't tiptoe that, John. It's a wrap for you. Don't do it. Yeah, I feel like that's uh, it's it's gone. It's it's a and I wrap. Hate, like oh, like people wanted the the Pete Buttigieg's of the world, the the moderates. But I feel like the moderates, the lane is still there. Yeah, but it's just so it's just such a lane that just seems so basic. A lane that's so basic of like yo, what are I'm we doing? Moderate. What are we fixing? Let's just get back to the the normalcy of like making a of, decision. Of, yeah, come on, like, come on. Guys. But we're we're past that already, so. Well, I feel like that just gave away who uh, who uh, we're voting for and yes. how progressive we are. How we so feel. It's if you cool. are a Republican in this, I guess. God bless I don't know, you. I don't God know how you got you. to this podcast anyway. Honestly, but, I don't. But, but God, but stay, I mean, stick around. Stay, God bless listen. you. God Moderate, bless you. You know, stay and kick um, it too because. Yeah, but if I mean, you are whatever. a Trump supporter, please don't find me. Instagram <laughs> or Twitter. Don't look for her. Or Facebook. But listen, because maybe, maybe we'll, we'll give you some uh, perspective on some things. And if you want to chat, I'll consider it. She won't. See, I don't think. I don't think she's gonna cuss you out. Maybe hit me up first. Yeah, don't go through me first. Yeah, hit me up the first. first person she you might. Want to talk she to. might cuss you out. I feel like I'm a little more understanding. I'm gonna cuss you out and then pray for you. I promise. <laughs> I swear I am. Um. So while we're talking about the joy of being a woman on my end, and you, you appreciate women, correct? Of course. Clearly. So, um. We talked about the intersectionality of being of color and being a woman. Mm-hmm. But there's this underlying conversation in the black community that we try to sweep under the rug and we try to act like we've been so progressive about. But colorism is still very real. And so if you are lucky enough to be on black Twitter, um, even if you are not black, if you simply have access to it, congratulations. It's one of the best inventions ever. And frankly, it changes things, right? But there was this video recently that dropped this little girl. Her name was Ariana. It's adorable little chocolate girl. She has her hair in locks. And her hairdresser has, like, put up her phone to do her Instagram live, right? Right. And she's retwisting the little girl's dreadlocks, or locks. Excuse me, not dreadlocks, locks. And she's looking at the camera, like, this little girl. She's maybe, like, four or five at max. Yeah, she wasn't Gotta be, like, kindergarten, first grade tops. Straight up. So she's looking at the camera, and just with the most, just not, I'll say, like, disdain and like clarity like i'm so ugly and when i say that broke my heart it absolutely broke my heart because kids aren't supposed to know stuff like that right yeah. and it's also the reality it was a bold-faced lie i was like you're adorable who told you that you were ugly like right what what is going on but, but that's i don't and i don't know her how she grows up but I felt like I grew up with a little bit of that too, though. Like, yeah. You hear like, oh, when the lights go out, like, oh, I can't see you. So wild. Oh, that statement oh, is like, oh, so Oh, you're so wild. dark. Like, oh, you're so black. Like, and like you chocolate, but you ain't that chocolate. Like, like, but at the same time, like, and if I was, so. 
You facts. But that is that's the thing. Like you grow up and you just feel like, oh, I'm not, I'm not as beautiful. Or I'm not as I'm not as handsome as other kids because I'm too dark skinned. Like, right, nah. No, nah, we can't do that. But I but I understood where she was coming from, and that's why they're like I had a little thug tear in the morning yeah. when I saw the video because I'm like, come on, little girl, right? Like, you're so pretty, and all the little everybody posting it's on, just the, like, no, on the story, like I love you, be beautiful, you're beautiful. But just, you know, we've all been guilty. Even even if you are a dark skinned person, you've. You clap back at somebody like, boy, you you dark as purple or something. Look, like look that, you something know? ignorant, yeah, maybe some you, ignorant you African joke. Ignorant. Yeah, like but. nah. And I think again, it's in reality in communities of color, people play the dozens, right? So we have moments where we throw jokes. Yeah, you're gonna crack on each other. We're gonna crack on each other, but there are also people who genuinely walk around with that weight on their shoulders yeah. because there are so many people that get told oh you're cute for a dark skin dude. yeah oh you're cute for a dark skin chick and i'm like if we being honest right now child people got the best skin and low-key be fire like y'all sleep yeah this is wild y'all gonna leave people alone i'm like at the end of the day we're all beautiful but in almost every culture people who are darker skinned or are of African descent in other countries are the worst treated people, period. I mean, look at Brazil and all that. Like, the Afro-Brazilians. Yeah, Afro-Brazilians is crazy. Like, the skin lightening procedures that go down down there. So much. And and our Latin countries. Even in uh, here, like Lil' Kim. Right? Like, come on. Since you look crazy. No shade. It's international. It's, it's <laughs> Women's History Month or whatever. But, like, Kim, since you were gorgeous, what did you do? Anyway, um, I love you, though. No shade. You are a powerhouse. Um, but no, like, like the very topic kind of blew me. I remember I didn't understand, I knew what colorism was, but Mm -hmm. like I grew up in Shaker Heights, Ohio. For those of you who don't know, Shaker Heights is like a very diverse mid-sized suburb near the city of Cleveland. And we had colorism, yes, but when you're my complexion, I'm like brown skin, right? So like my closest thing to colorism was that I never knew which category I fit into. Right. Like there was never, like nobody ever made jokes about brown skin girls. Nobody ever talked about brown skin girls. I don't think I heard the term brown skin until I got to college or life. But like, it was like, you either light skin or you dark skin. Mm -hmm. And then you're somewhere in the middle. Right. And I had a friend who was like, you're like the darkest shade of light skin, but you're still light skin. And I said, even in that, it's like, what does that mean? What does that mean? I was like, I literally have no idea what that means. So I didn't really understand it. But when you go to college and you are immersed into the world of black kids who are not from where you are, these conversations come up, right? And then I had the privilege of going to Kent State University where we have the largest Pan-African Studies program in the country. Oh, damn. I did not know that. Yeah. Fun facts about my university. Go Flashes. Um, so we had these conversations often and there, there were spaces that were specific to the students of color where black kids just sat down and had conversations about whatever just kind of happened to pop up in the air that day. Right. Right. And so we had this conversation about colorism and then it kind of translated back to me and my friend group. And I had a friend who was very much so going through her like black activism phase. Okay. But (laughs) we all have that phase. Truly. We've (laughs) all. You've been to college, you've had your angry black person phase. You hate the establishment and on the lowest of keys, don't like white people. It's very, very low key. And then you address yourself and you go do better because every white person's not evil. Calm down. Um, But she was mixed, right? Mm -hmm. So my very like trying to be active in the black community friend was also clearly mixed. Like sis was light skinned. She had long hair and freckles. Like there's a whole lot going on in there. Right. But that that makes it hard for them. True. To do their job. Because I have friends who are light skinned or mixed and 
they are the most active. They are the activists mm-hmm. of my friend group, and they Still get lo- yeah, they catch like less respect because of that. Yep. Because oh, you're not really black. You're you can pass. You can code switch way easier than we can. Yeah. So you can go into these spaces. You ain't got to worry about this stuff that we have to worry about. Exactly. But they're clearly trying to worry about this stuff. Right. They, they want to be concern. a part of this. Yeah. And so it blew me. It blew me. Right. And we we can have a whole conversation about that in a whole different podcast. Um, but. I had never heard it said this way. And I had a roommate who was chocolate and she's an incredible person. Love her to death. But they had this conversation and she had to tell her flat out. She was like, you don't get it. You are the preferred type of black woman. Right. And I'm the black woman that catches all the crap that gotcha. you don't have to. Right. And it, it, that, that statement alone just blew, shook my world. Because I had never thought of it that way. Mm-hmm. I was like, you really are. Like... Yeah. Within this Eurocentric centered society, you are the preferred option. Right. And unintentionally, that comes back to be very divisive within the black community. It can be subconsciously just like completely unaware. Judging. Right. Completely unaware that you're not only judging the other mm-hmm. person, but you're also comparing and therefore judging yourself in a negative way. Right. And so it blew me. And so this it's this it's this in a weird way, this tweet becomes a redemption story. This this video becomes a redemption story because this little girl is scooped up and hugged by her hairdresser and reminded, like, don't you ever say that. You're such a pretty little girl. We've talked about this. You have two dimples. You got those pretty white teeth. You are beautiful. And so you see this interaction that I don't think people see a lot or don't have access to mm-hmm. where you have an older woman who's pouring in this little girl reminding right. her that she's beautiful. And so outside of it being this great story where people were able to come out and be like, yo, I know what that feels like and kind of have these nostalgic moments that sucked, but we're still reminders of how much they've grown. Uh, Matthew A. Cherry, who just won an Oscar for his uh, short film about hair, like mm-hmm. black hair, like the, mom, the dad's doing the little black girl's yeah, hair. Yeah, the hair turns into a monster. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so he just did a hashtag actually for the little girl. And I think it was like art for Ariana or something along those lines where people have been like artists have been putting together caricatures of her and pictures of her and things of her that are just beautiful. Um, just to remind that she's pretty and just to remind her that she's loved. Which is a reminder to every other little kid. Like you are loved. Your right. hair can be nappy. Exactly. You can be as dark skinned as you can be. You can be as light skinned as you want right. to be, but you are loved in this community. And we need to remind ourselves of that all the time. Sadly, we need to remind our kids because you don't know what they're going through. You don't. You, we, we forget. Like, kids are mean. Like, it's mean down in elementary kids school and junior high. And they will pick on you to oh death. Oh my God. Like, truly traumatizing. They will pick on you to it's death. It's the worst. Like, Especially in this area, too. Like, we right. didn't grow up in. We didn't go up in Facebook and Twitter era. Man, can you imagine being Can you imagine being bullied and killed? Like, come on. You're not bullying me on TikTok. You can't. We're gonna wreck. We're gonna wreck. Like, cyberbullying had just become a thing when I was, I think, maybe coming out of high school. Like, yeah. like MySpace wasn't really a place people went to go and bash people. I'm not really. You mean I can knock you off my top eight? Right, and like I'm, I'm. You gonna see it, but nobody else. Yeah, that's more. It's like a a microaggression to you. Right. I'm just being. I'm well, just being really. I'm coming at you. Sure, like, like, like personally. Um, I, want, I want you to see this. Boom. Yeah, I'm coming at you. <laughs> Guess what? Guess what? You're not on my top eight no more. <laughs> But now people really become for people's lives. I'm like, yo, this is aggressive. Y'all gotta calm down, dog. But um, that's our little stint for Women's History Month because you know, gotta love it. Yeah, so we love our black queens. We love our queens in general. Indeed, indeed. Uh, just be an ally uh, to your queen. Sometimes 
You just got to be quiet. You just got to listen yeah. to our queens. You don't See? need to say anything yeah. to be an ally. Just listen to the struggle and fight for the things that they want fought for. Yeah. Because sadly, this world is still run by men, white men in general. So yeah. you just become an ally and you fight for them. And yeah. when they tell you that this is important to them. Listen. Listen and learn. Jack Nabbit, listen. listen. I ain't asked for your comment. Yeah, you don't need to mansplain back to them. Please don't mansplain nothing to me because I be tight. And men, it's okay. You Ugh. can be a feminist and be a man too. Like, it's it's cool. And I feel I feel weird when dudes are like, no, nah, I'm not I'm not a feminist or anything like that. Yo, if you respect, you respect Women, your mom. And would you want your mom to have the rights to and your sister things. to have the rights, your little cousins to have right? the rights? Then... You're a feminist, you, dog. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. You it's respect really women. You agree with their... Yep. Just let them let them talk to you. Yep. Let them explain to you how they feel and what they want to go for. And, and if you support out, it, like support said, it, out how to back them. Back them and shut up. That's all you got to do. All you got to do is pull up. Because the same way that I fight up. for you every time you have a moment that you want to be great and I'm by your side, all you got to do is give me a seat at the table or listen. You know what I'm not trying to fight for, though? What's that? This coronavirus. Oh, no. I'm not fighting. I'm not fighting. I'm not, fighting I'm not trying nothing. to fight the coronavirus. You know what I'm, I'm also not. not fighting? These cheap flights. Uh, yeah. I would you fly? Uh, I'm the flying at the end of at the end of March. End your, of end of April. When did you get your May. flight? I got my flight. I've just finished paying for it. End of February. Okay. Was it was it cheaper because of the coronavirus? I you think? wish. I just missed the sales. See, tank. I think the sales are going on right now, and I'm just trying to question if I should go to LA or not. You know, here's the thing. I went to LA beginning of February and I was fine. Well, I mean, I mean it wasn't there at that point. I don't think it dropped in the States yet. In the States yet. States yet. Yeah, I, I mean, personally, I feel like <laughs> COVID, or is it COVID? COVID. COVID-19. Mm-hmm. COVID, where did you come from? Why are you here? You're like a more aggressive flu that also messed with my lungs. Like, that's rude. Like, you, like, like that's truly <laughs> How inconvenient of you. <laughs> how, how inconvenient of you. Also mess with my lungs. I don't know, man. I'm just not, I'm not pressed. Like, I'm not concerned. You're not concerned? I'm not concerned. Are you not concerned because you wash your hands? All the time. Okay. Like, you know how, people dead don't do that, though. People yeah. don't wash their hands. I didn't know it was this big of a problem. Like, that's nasty. Yeah, you're nasty. You that, don't wash your hands, you're a little nasty. You're nasty. Nasty. Like that what bruh. Oh my god. There are so many moments in women's bathrooms that will shock you. Like yeah. just they're shocking. I love women and it's International Women's Day, so we will not Oh my god. I don't slam but their, like dirty people women. <laughs> I can't. But people are foul. Foul like even guys. I don't understand how guys go to the bathroom and so you don't have to wash your hands. I mean, most of the time you're standing up, you barely even touch anything. You just whip it out, you pee. No, because you got to touch yeah. it to put it back. I mean, and I'm you got to touch the door. I'm not one of those people. My hands are always getting washed. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> like, I almost feel washed. like I almost feel like as a man, you should wash your hands before you pee because you may have to touch oh. your junk. Like, I feel like there should be rules to this that people aren't taught. Oh. Like, 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 does oh. that not, does that not oh, seem like logical? Should I, should I wash my hands before I touch my window? What? Like, does For that real? I mean, like, all a chick really <laughs> has to do is, like, like squat, because we don't sit in public. That's nasty. But, like, there's also like a barrier between your hand and your veg. Oh, that's why squat game is so good Absolutely. for girls. Oh, I'm crying. Y'all don't even I'm squat. Crying. Y'all be practicing all the time. I am crying. I was wondering why girls could do squats so much better than me. Like, you said, what's up? Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely like a life. Your leg thing. muscles are always in strong. work motion. Got you. Been got you. Strong, okay, okay. Period. Okay, okay. But like, <laughs> like, I feel like as a woman, it doesn't make sense for me to wash my hands before I go pee. Because like, but... 
there's like a barrier at all times between like you and your stuff and then when you wash your mm. hand you're just being conscientious right and then you use or you should use a paper towel to open the door because people again people are nasty yeah then right? they shoot Kobe into the trash can right like it, yeah. like it reads oh right. Kobe mm. rest in peace Kobe yeah yikes but anyway, um, but I feel like men, like, like you all should consider that. Like, you all should consider, like, a movement where we start washing our hands before For, we pee. Mm. And then after. Mm. You don't want Jeremy Dick. You don't, <laughs> you don't want Jeremy Dick. I am actually cackling. My hands have been so <laughs> ashy. Because I've been, been washing them so much yeah. that, like, as soon as you get the cold air, oh, ash. it's just straight ash. It's just ash. Just no, straight it's ash. But you know, I think that is showing people that I that wash you my wash your hands. hands. Like, look how ashy my hands are. They're Clearly mad I'm clean. clean. <laughs> mad clean. I've watched this eight times in the Clearly last hour. I'm clean. But like that's crazy. Like like the fact that the CDC has to tell people how to properly wash their hands. The fact that the airports are giving out like, oh, this is how we are now cleaning out our uh, airplanes. Were you not doing that before? They weren't. That's disgusting. Yeah, that just shows you how nasty the subways dis- and the airplanes Bruh, are. That's foul. That's gross. That's foul. Like, yeah. they have on quarantine masks now keep, to clean the plane. Keep Clorox wipes on you at all times. At all, Lysol, Clorox wipes, hand sanitizer. If you need to, soap and water, my guy. With the water. Like, oh my gosh, that's foul. Yes. I just, I don't understand how it's spreading because people aren't washing their hands. That's disgusting. Yeah. It's really disgusting. Or touching your face. Like Trump, uh, what did he say a couple, oh like last week? God. He's like, oh, it's been like two weeks. Um, I'm having a hard time uh, not touching my face. And I, that was the fun thing I could be like, like I, re- I relate to you on that. You said that's the only thing. That's one of the one things. Like you're right, Trump. This is you, very you, this hard. This is hard. Because I'm like, a hard time not touching my face. Right? Like because in general, like you like put your hand on your face to lean. I'm always you might like my touch face. your nose, your face edges. You like touching your like if you have acne, you might be touching your acne. Always. Like you're always in this. And I'm just like, oh, oh, oh crap! Stop myself. Oh gosh! Oh. Nah. Put your hands down. No. <laughs> put your hands down. Tape to the side of your body. But no, literally, it's challenging. Like that, that's the only thing I can, so I can relate with the Cheeto puff on. It's that's so hard. hard. That's challenging. <laughs> so hard. Oh my gosh. But no. So here's a fun fact. So I was on Twitter yet again because obviously I get my news from there occasionally. Yeah, that's where all our what's where the real news is. Twitter. Quite literally. Yeah, so <laughs> so you know people in China have been like wildly quarantined, right? Mm-hmm. So like people who work in factories are now being forced to stay in factories, so they're not traveling home. Kids are being taken out of school, parents are at home for work. And China, being China, was trying to find ways to make sure that kids could still do their classwork since they've been out of school for so long. So okay. they created this app, right? Um, oh, I forget the name of the app. I'm going to figure it out while you talk about something else. But. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. That app. Um, oh, was it like Tell, tell something? Telecast? Uh, where you could tel- like, maybe it, was, it, was, it was like Telvid or Televid, something, something like that? Something like that where you could like log in. And, and they had the classes yeah. and you'd be doing your homework. But it would tell you, it would it would also keep track of like you logging in yeah, to your work. Kind of like a job so uh, login. So aggressive. Or something like that. Um, so Chinese students just figured out via the app because you have to download it in order to use it. Right. That if it got enough one star reviews that they would delete it. So Did they band <laughs> they, together. They banded together and gave this app so many one star reviews that the <laughs> app store took it down. That is genius. And they said, you can't make us do homework. And I yeah, said, that's genius. That's I was coming like, together for a good cause. <laughs> truly. And I was like, I know that we make a lot of like racially insensitive comments about Chinese kids being smart. But in this moment, I feel like you proved your superiority to the rest of us because as we have never band together, we have never band together to shut down. We've never done this to shut down homework. American millennials are not doing that. We're not. Y'all got to band together to shut down homework. Like that's 
That's wild. They're so smart. They said we're not. We're not doing, doing this, this. And you can't make us. You can't One because star. your app is gone. Yeah, we're, we're we got rid that. of your app. Sorry. What you gonna do now? One star. <laughs> I was sick. <laughs> I said, yo, that's hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, this coronavirus mess is crazy. I think that the piece I'm most upset about with it is that a it's killed less people than the flu, and the flu goes around yearly. I mean, true. And B, it is a pandemic that is becoming very mass hysteria s. That's also giving people the right to be very xenophobic against those of Asian descent. True. And I'm not with the cause. I'm not with that. I feel like the media always blows up things a little bit. Absolutely. But I'm also not playing with this. <laughs> I'm also not. not I so, mean, so like I'm being precautious. Precautious. I'm not trying. To, I'm not freaking out. I'm not running yeah. to the store buying up all the all the soaps, Lysol and the soap. But at the same time, I have been washing my hands <laughs> to the point of ash and, and like cracking and just. Being precautious with, like, covering my face when I cough and yeah, stuff like that. You just, know, just even extra cautious. Just a little extra cautious. Just even to though, be safe. I mean, know? I feel like that's fair. I feel like that's fair. And I feel like people just need to be more mindful of that in general. Like, if you're sick in general, don't come to work. True. Like, even if the coronavirus wasn't going around, y'all are just rude as crap with this flu. The crazy part about it is, though, I feel like most job, most bosses... They expect you to come to work with a little sniffle Man, and a little cold. Like, you got to get your production you gotta done. You got to work, yeah. blah, blah, blah. So in our society, I feel like you're almost forced to work on days where you are like, oh, I'm only a little bit sick. Like, I can right. fight it. Man, if you don't stay your ass at go home, home, go home. Keep that. We are in the same air. We are circling this air Literally. all the way through the Literally. office space. You can just... You can bounce. Yeah, you can, you bounce. can bounce. So yeah, Corona can definitely kick rocks, but I like Garrett. I will be taking these flights. I'm not going to front with you. You're going to catch that traveling drive. Yeah, I got to travel. I can't stop that. Hopefully the Olympics keep the start and keep yeah, going. Yeah, I, I think they were even Olympics. considering stopping that too, right? If they stop, that'll be so sad. What's uh, what's, the, what's the summer without the Olympics? I mean, really. Without track, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. Honestly, because they'd be running, running. Running, 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 jumping, jumping, running, 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 and running, running, and running. You're welcome, Olympic show. Oh my gosh! Oh, we are at we are at we're almost forty minutes. Wow, our first pod, and we didn't think we were gonna get this far. I did not think I'd be able to talk this much. Right, just casually chatting about life. Look at us, cool. But we want to do a segment to highlight the area that we're dope stuff in Cleveland. Because we got a lot important. of stuff to do. And y'all need to know how dope Cleveland is. Frankly. Y'all be trying to play us. Like, we are wildly conveniently placed. Like, we're six hours from almost every major city on right. this part of the country. Exactly. From New York to D.C., <laughs> Chicago. We're a little far from Atlanta. I'm not going to front with you. But you can get to Atlanta on not a cheap flight. flight. Yeah, not by flight. flight. That's not about an hour and a half flight. It's cheap. Don't come from my city, bruh. Don't do it. It's ugly of you. Don't do that. So we are going to do our best to put Cleveland on when we have the opportunity to do so. Right? Yeah. So um, we found a few events we think that you all would like to go to. And since we are dropping every other Monday, we're doing our best to make sure that the events are within the two-week time frame so that you actually know what you can do before the next pod drops. Right. Okay. Right? Yeah. Makes you sense, wanna, right? You don't want to hear about something and then be like, oh, what's going on? Right. Oh, that's oh, already over. It's already over. Ah, Yikes. And if you don't listen to podcasts on the Mondays, I mean, if you listen to like a Friday after, I mean, can't help you with it. So I really can't. Good luck, though. So maybe yeah. like don't be on CP time and listen to them when you're supposed to, li- which is Monday. So I'm not going to mess with you. I'm not. I'm going to apologize now. I listened to the trailer again and I definitely said we drop every Monday. That's not happening. I, I, I can't it's see not it. happening. It's, it's not going to so happen. Sorry. I am, until until we start making money. Until I start this, paying start my bills, popping. dog. I'm not doing this every Monday. I got things to do. We have lives. True lives. We Even in our mid and late twenties, like I got things to do, like sleep, money to make, 
do dishes, clean. Stuff to do, you know. Just, I, I just got things to do, boo boo. I'm so sorry. But with that said, our first thing that we're going to talk about this for this upcoming two weeks is Chocolate Fest. So if you don't know anything about like Destination Cleveland, Taste Sealy, there's this group in Cleveland that throws like tastemaker events every so often. And they're throwing one in collaboration with Lago East Bank. If you've never been to Lago East Bank, do yourself a favor and go. It's right there. Um like where Punchbowl Social is. Oh, word. Okay. It's like across the street from that parking lot. <coughs> uh, bless you. It is delicious. It's like Italian food with like a high-end kind of feel. Bomb. I went there. Bomb. Nothing bad to say. Boob was great. Drinks were better. Service was cool. Okay. They were friendly though. Once okay. they like noticed we were there and didn't have water, it switched <laughs> up real quick. All right. Right. Uh, so that was really exciting. But they're doing a collaboration. Lago East Bank and Tasty Ali are putting together Chocolate Fest in Cleveland 2020. It's on March 14th from 5 to 8 p.m. They've got some really dope sponsors. So Three Olives Vodka, Taste Cleveland Ali, obviously. Grater's Ice Cream is going to be there. Um, but it's just basically a place for people who love chocolate to come and like do and eat chocolate that's all Um, i get to do that sounds like a great time right like now personally i don't really rock with chocolate but some of y'all do i like my men chocolate i'm not gonna front with you i do like (laughs) chocolate brother i do not discriminate but i may have a preference um so but outside of my men's um chocolate in general people really do love it's something warm and tingly on the inside that makes you smile just a little bit i just love chocolate i'm not gonna lie hey that's my weakness chocolate and cookies so see that's how i feel about bread like bread pasta okay i'm a bread pasta kind of person oh my god i'm I'm a sweets see that's sweet that's gonna be my problem yeah (laughs) as i get older i may have definitely my problem may have diabetes i like chocolate i hope not we're gonna have to work on it yeah we're gonna you're gonna be okay we just need diabetic cookies do you have those? Those sound terrible. Those, those do sound Those sound bad. awful. All right. I need the Oreos to make me an Oreo that's not going to kill me. <laughs> and, and a Chips Ahoy cookie that's um, not... Chips Ahoy that, are also like the worst cookie on earth. Chips Ahoy... What? Chips Ahoy... The like, chewy ones? There's a chewy Chips Ahoy? Oh, my God. See? You're missing out. See? Clearly. I don't... Look, it's fine. I'm going to keep eating this soft bread with butter <laughs> and be hot. But anyway, Chocolate Fest, Cleveland 2020... Um, is like I said, March 14th, right? I said March 14th? Yep. Yeah, March 14th, 5 to 8. Um, in advance, tickets are 25 without the alcohol, 25 with the alcohol. I'm sorry, 25 early bird for the first 100 people that buy tickets. Without alcohol, 35 with alcohol, and then regular prices. If you go to the website, just search Chocolate Fest 2020, you'll see it. it. Looks like a very good time. And again, it's nothing for you to do in Cleveland, so stop saying we don't have anything else to do. Right. You know? What about SneakerCon? So SneakerCon is coming up on March 21st. It is a place where those who are very involved in like the urban and streetwear community and also the sneakerheads of Cleveland because my God, there's so many of you. Um, Truly, I'm impressed. I was unaware. But like, there's a lot of them and they got sneaker collections. Um, They get together once a year at SneakerCon in Cleveland and it's at the Huntington Convention Center downtown. And it's just like this convergence of culture and urban wear and people who just dress like they deserve to be living in New York and Brooklyn and like crapping on the rest of us who dress like we work, we work in corporate America. Me, I dress like I work in corporate America. <laughs> I uh, That's what I'm self-conscious about, being, yeah? a, a, being a black man. Yeah, have, right? My, like, is that my sneaker, weird? My sneaker game has always been not on point. Because my mom was never going to spend all that money on my sneakers. And then when I got the money and I started working, I was buying other things and not sneakers. Right. So now that I'm like at the age where I want to buy sneakers, I'm like, uh, I don't even know where to start half the time. No, it's traumatizing. Like, as a woman, I was like, what happens if I start dating a dude who's into sneakers? I don't know what to buy you. I don't don't know what to buy you. Because I'm going to buy you a wrong pair of sneakers, you're going to judge me. Right. And I'm going to be like... 
I'm really sorry I tried. Yeah, I always feel like when I go out, my, my sneakers are always bad. I don't not I don't, bad, but just like, like uh, he said, I, I mean, they I, I look like, at other people's feet. I'm like, damn, I'm, <laughs> I'm slipping. I don't know. I think that there's just my like, loafers are on point though. Oh, that's what I'm saying though. I think my there's something to be said about point. that. Like I personally, because I don't understand sneaker culture, mm. I respect it. Something crazy. Yeah, I'm like, not. But I'm also not going to be on the. I'm not going to be. On I the can't do it. Waiting or in line for no. Nah, I mean, but limited drops. I just I don't get it. I don't care. I don't care. I can't. I respect it though, and like I, I respect the women that are a part of it as well because it's genuinely like a lifestyle. Like it is a hobby that people have turned into full time careers, and I'm like, oh, I respect that. This yeah. I'm, I'm with it, but like I also prefer a good and a guy in like a good brunch boot or a solid loafer. Yeah, like I see a good loafer, and I'm like, hmm. Yeah, okay. See, yeah, I guess I'm at the age now where I could. I, I can like, pretend like this doesn't matter. Like when I'm grown, I don't need to be sneaking, sneaking right. like that. You're like, but, but I care. But I also care about like, it. Like in a really small way, I care. And I, I think, would love to have a bunch of Air Maxes in every color. Like every color. Yeah. I would like a pair of Air Just one. So, you know, if Nike, if you want to sponsor us truly, one day. Truly. You know, I mean, I, I, I got feet and they need some covering. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all I'm saying. She has feet and they need they covering. They need some covering. So why not make it Nike? I know, right? Like, why just not checks? Just, just do it. I don't have time nice. for you. That was perfect. Just do it. But we're not dropping free ad work here. Oh, no. So, so you got to give it up for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I, I will send you my cash app if necessary. Yeah, so drop the pair in my, in my box. Yeah, so calm down. But, you know, so there's that. Uh, and then recently, what did we go to? Uh, we went to the Cleveland Art Museum, the Mixer. Yes, they have a mix every first Friday of the month. And I believe it may stop at some points, but I'm not even sure. Like, I think it stops in the summer, like, but I don't maybe, know. Like, maybe. Like, not even totally certain. Yeah. But anyway, Cleveland Art Museum here in Cleveland does this thing called uh, CLE Mix and... Or CMA Mix, rather. And it's essentially, like, a big kick it at the museum. Yeah, it's like a great happy hour. It's it's a great happy it's hour. It's a great happy hour. Truly, truly, truly. However, the drinks are not half price, and you also paid to get in. Oh, no. You so, would definitely be paying for drinks. Yeah. Maybe, but, but they pour them drinks strong <laughs> with the K, okay, strong. Um, but it's really cool because I remember maybe like five, six years ago, mm-hmm. I was watching a friend of mine's story from Brooklyn, and their museum does like a like a Friday type oh, event, word. like same thing, right? Okay. And so I was like, this is crazy because they were swag surfing at the museum. It's Brooklyn, so I wasn't surprised. And then we got to swag surf on Friday. You know how excited I was, bro. I love swag surfing places, bruh, bruh. Do you know? How, but like. A bunch of black people occupied one of the most white spaces, like rich white spaces in Cleveland, and swag surfed. Uh, I felt so proud. With a live band of black people. (laughs) Like, blew me. Blew me. It was was phenomenal. I said, oh, this is, this is my idea of happiness. This is on what a I Friday want. evening. This is a swag surf with my fellow, my fellow, my fellow uh, bougie brown people. <laughs> yeah, I was a super fan. And like, honestly, people joke and laugh, but like, where did the bougie black people hang out in Cleveland? Where y'all at? Where do we hang out? Where well, I'm not, I'm not, I don't know if I'm bougie. I'm more hippie. I'm, I'm bougie. Okay. I'm bougie brown. Okay. Claim it happily. Okay. But I'm like, this is where y'all be at? Because I'll be, I'll be looking, for, where do y'all go to happy hour? Why don't I ever see more of us? What? Where are the hippie brown people? I don't know. I'm looking for them. See? Talk about that on a podcast. Yeah, too. it's a whole situation. But I say that to say, Cleveland Art Museum is usually free anyway, but they do have some exhibits that you have to pay for. Um, they do, however, they do have a rotating. Let's get this. Uh, they do have a rotating like 
situation um of different exhibits that come in and out and they also do films and stuff so like if you're interested in art the army is a really dope place to be um but they do have an exhibit currently up called proof uh photography in the era of the contact sheet and it's it's deep but it's also just really cool because it is the definition of photography in my opinion kind of come to life um it is quoted as what remarkable that the late cleveland collector mark schwartz was able to build a comprehensive collection of contact sheets like it's just it's a really dope thing and i was even reading an yeah, article it's just like stills yeah like, it's yeah, just it's stills just, that are yeah. just like very inclusive of people very of color fly. they're very fly. very inclusive of, of women very inclusive um and capable of just kind of like making you think like photography is a form of art and art in general makes you think and of course there are some stills of marilyn monroe so you gotta go and support that queen she was gorgeous in her time but it is free so you can go any day up through march 12th and go take a picture next to a picture because that's what we do just put it on instagram yeah put yourself on insta you show yourself you was cultured right you went somewhere bougie you did right. it and then like maybe also read the plaque next to the picture so you actually culture yourself yeah just learn something while you're yeah. there that's all we're asking that's all we're asking okay but yeah. yeah, damn, we almost hit 15 minutes. We almost, we almost hit an hour. Oh, hey. yay! First one, yeah, bye hey. That's a high Shout five them. for y'all. High five, everybody. Everybody, high five. Where you at? Yes, wherever you are. Uganda. Thanks for loving us enough to listen to all 48 minutes and 55 seconds of our podcast. Yeah, and as we go, I'm sure we'll talk about different things yeah. and we'll get more comfortable as we go. Yeah. Talking about. So just give me some grace, y'all. It's a Sunday. God gave grace to save you. Give some grace to <laughs> listen some, to my <laughs> podcast, okay? Give us some grace. Give me some grace. But anyway. Uh, listen and subscribe to the Talk Your Talk podcast. It will be posted in our Instagram bios, yeah. maybe our Twitter bios. Yeah. We will be giving lots of promo. So please, please, please listen, 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 share. Um, I think we're pretty entertaining. Can't lie. I think we're pretty fun. I hope you guys had fun with this first episode. Hopefully we didn't bore you to death. Yeah, I don't think we're boring. I don't, actually, think, I don't boring. think that's really like our thing. Nah, definitely not. Nah, like monotone? Nah. Nah, not that. No. <laughs> that's for sure. Nah, not that. But we will talk to you guys soon. Once again, I am Garrett. And I am Savannah. And this is the Talk Your Talk Podcast. Peace.